that's not sustainable. And if you really lean into pursuing what those right things are and leaning into your own effectiveness as a human being and a leader, it's when you you create change. Effective leaders affect those around them. They create change and you become healthier. You move more rhythmically and you have more impact on those around you and on yourself. So spend some time with that. You're not gonna find the answers today. You're probably not gonna find the answers even next week. But if you hold yourself accountable, invite someone into this with you and just commit to the process, you can reach that next level of impact. Well, hey friends, welcome back to the Stay Forth Leadership Podcast. And if you've been listening to any time, you know that we are in our summer series, Words to Live and Lead By, where each week we unpack a very important word that often become overlooked, underappreciated, and underapplied in the lives of leaders. We spend a lot of time caring for other people, and we want to make sure other people apply these to themselves, but we often neglect ourselves. And today we have one for you that is especially near and dear to our heart. We've actually invested a ton of time, energy, and effort into seeding this word through um, something that defines who we are. We're a coaching organization, and we have applied this to our own context, and now we want to unpack it for you. So, Alan, where are we headed today? Yeah, we're talking about a word uh, that I believe is one of the best leadership words out there. It is effective. And I think it is an underappreciated word. And I have been emphasizing it for the last couple years. And as you mentioned, we actually designed a full cohort around it. And really the question that we're asking is how do we become effective leaders? And I'm going to define that here in a while. Uh, but I want to invite you guys into our fall cohort. We had so much engagement. Thank you for you guys who participated in the cohort. Some teams came in together and had discussions. In fact, I just followed that up uh, with a trip down to San Antonio and did some coaching and some consulting with that team. It was just a phenomenal time. But we've got these 10 weeks that are oriented around this word and this question of how do we become an effective leader? What's the process of that? We actually have 10 core skills that I believe effective leaders have to have. Great news for you listening is that you're not born with these things. You can learn these things. So if you are a hungry leader, you can actually learn to be effective. And so I want to invite you to sign up for that. We'll have the link in the show notes. And you're asking, well, how do I become effective? You can't do it without these 10 core skills. And these are skills that keep on giving. They're gifts. And uh, I believe first they're a gift to us, as you said, Jonathan, we neglect ourselves. We forget ourselves. We're so busy being professional firefighters and putting out the fires in other people's lives uh, and you know, creating impact, creating income. And suddenly we look up and go, man, I don't know that I've been growing. I don't know that I've been applying this to my own self. And what's really important, you actually started with this phrase in life and leadership, words to live and lead by. You're probably doing a lot of life this summer. You're probably listening to this. Hopefully as you're outside, maybe you're on a road trip, maybe you've just gotten back from vacation. And we want to emphasize that living piece that you are not just somebody that leads through other people. You have needs, you have a family, you have desires and priorities. And we hope that you take the summer to reset those. But this fall, friends, that is time to reboot your leadership. And September is a great, great time to rebuild. 
this cohort, great news. We actually have two different opportunities for you to hop in to that. And so we're doing a Tuesday version and a Wednesday version of this. The effective cohort is your chance to learn these 10 core skills. Maybe you're just starting out as a leader and you haven't viewed yourself as a leader. Maybe you are a CEO and you are leading a very complex organization. This one's for you, friends. We're going to break this down in 10 weeks. Effective. Why do I care so much about this word effective? Well, I believe that we have overappreciated the word and overemphasized the word efficient. And we have underemphasized and underappreciated the word effective. Jonathan, I just think that if we could become effective leaders, then a lot of problems would take care of themselves. And uh, I've waited long enough to define this. Let me give you my favorite definition of this is from the father of organizational leadership, Peter Drucker. Now he impacted Jim Collins and so many other people has deeply impacted me, but his definition of effective is doing the right things well. Doing the right things well. I believe the definition of efficient is often doing many things quickly. Doing many things quickly. You think about our societies is pretty much wired for efficiency in that kind of from the industrial revolution, we're going to do a lot of things and it really treats us like machines. Yeah. There are entire organizations that have like teams and people's literal careers are efficiency managers, which drives us toward what they call depersonalization, i.e. treating ourselves like machines. I mean, we even say that you're a machine. Like we, we comment people on, they're a content machine. Well, uh, nowadays, I hate to tell you, but the content machine is called AI. It's called chat GPT, and it can pump out stuff. And so that's just one more example that if you head toward efficiency, those are the jobs that can be outsourced. But now what we're talking about is actually prioritization, discernment. And I would even say it's pretty easy to become an efficient leader, to do many things quickly, efficient, just getting it done. Again, like who wants to be a machine? Who wants to be a cog in a wheel. And that's a major reason for burnout, actually. And many times you will find yourself, if you are living and leading efficiently, you will find yourself hurried, pushing way too hard, but often bored by your work. Because we are not meant to be machines. We are not meant to be human computers, a brain on a stick. But if you think about effectiveness, that's where it comes in. What is the goal that you have? What is a dream that you have? What is the culture that you're helping to create? And so I would love to reshape our leadership language from trying to pump out or crank out efficient leaders to cultivating effective leaders. Cultivation language is really important here. So we know that in about 20 minutes here, it's you're not going to have everything you need to live and lead. Uh, around effectiveness, but we want to lead in and give you a, a couple of things. And so let's break that down. Peter Drucker's definition, doing the right things well. As you know, in this series, we're going to break down questions. We are a coaching organization. We don't apologize for hard questions. In fact, we're going to leave you some time with some background music here to be thinking through this. And we'll often say, meet you up ahead. Maybe you're out walking. Maybe you're doing the dishes. Maybe you're sitting out on the porch. And we just hope that you're in the kind of space where you really can treat yourself to thinking deeply about this. I hate to tell you, but we're actually not going to make any paradigm shifts to our life and leadership without thinking deeply. This stuff isn't just a switch that you turn. So I do want to invite you to think deeply on this first question. 
which of the right things are you not doing in your life in leadership? Which of the right things are you not doing in your life in leadership? And I want to invite you deeper to think, okay, is the right thing for you to exercise right now that you've been neglecting? Is it time with your family that you've been neglecting? Is it your own personal growth? Get really specific. Which of the right things are you not doing right now? Think about that. We'll catch you up ahead. said something to hit me square between the eyes Uh oh i literally was in my counseling session and talked about how i haven't been i've been out of my physical health like regular and i know that it's like that's the right thing that's the catalyst for everything else i do and when it's off everything's off it's interesting jonathan because i've heard several people talk about that in terms of relationships in the summer talk about that in terms of the routines in the summer. And if you think about it, like that's why the summer is great is because it's different. And that's why the summer is hard because it's different. And so sometimes we find this great routine and then we snap out of it in the summer. I personally have been eating a lot the last few weeks and, and I've been celebrating. I've been in a mode, right? There's feasting and there's fasting. And I've been in a feasting time. I've been with some of you clients, uh, coaching clients on the road and with some teams and uh, you guys have taken me to some amazing restaurants and zero of you took me out for the famous salad that you had in your city. And all of you took me out. Oh, go this place. What about this? So I'm so grateful for the hospitality. And sometimes I would wake up the next morning to exercise just out of pure guilt. Like, oh my goodness, what, a, what did I eat last night? And so here, come to my uh, city. Let me take you to my favorite lettuce place. Said no one ever. So I'm in that same kind of space where it's like, oh man, uh, staying up late and not getting the normal sleep um, that I do. Uh, sometimes there's just an extra level of laziness uh, in the summer. Relational disconnection. Um, I've been noticing even, so I'm coming to you with this podcast out of this hub space here in Colorado Springs called Gather. 
And many of the people are just out on vacations. And so I miss seeing the, the regular ecosystem of folks. So I think it's a good point, Jonathan, and that the summer, maybe there's like a keystone habit. And it sounds for you like exercise really is that. For me, sleep is such a keystone habit. If I'm going to do the work that I'm invited to do and called to do uh, relationships, is that it for you? For some people's physical health and actually eating um, and their, their rhythms there. Uh, sometime it's your personal growth. And you're saying, you know, hey, I haven't been listening to this podcast. I've been journaling. I haven't been in my right side of journal. I haven't been, you name it, what that is. Uh, and so we just kind of want to start these conversations here to say Jonathan and I are human. And there are things that are missing in our lives. And there are things that we're sort of treating ourselves to. Uh, and so this is a great chance for a reset this summer. So again, we're going to move on from what are the right things that you're not doing um, over to that second part of the definition. If effectiveness is doing the right things well, my guess is that some things right now are suffering in your life or leadership. In other words, you're doing some things poorly, and that's having an impact on other things in your life. So the second question, we want to focus on the second part of the definition. What things are you doing poorly right now? What things are you doing poorly right now and why? Take a few minutes to reflect on that, and we'll come back and close this out. So as we close out, I want you to connect these two. If doing the right things well is the invitation here in this episode and today, maybe you journaled about those things. Maybe you said, I'm not doing the right things right now and here are the things I need to add. But maybe the hard question was the second piece. We said, I'm doing these things poorly right now. The excellence level is so crucial for us as leaders, but we need to know what does excellence look like? Not this ever-present desire for perfection, that's not going to lead us to the right place. It's only going to produce pressure 
but to hold yourself accountable. The best type of leaders are self-leaders that hold themselves accountable, but we are not a vacuum. Friends, if we are not doing the right things, then we're not going to have the right keystone habits in our lives. We're not going to be able to bring our best to other people. We're going to be worn down. And if we're not doing those right things well, then we are actually going to dilute the excellence level on our team. We think about the things that we do well, we practice them well, and those rub off on other people. That is part of being a leader so that we have influence with others. So Jonathan, I'm going to let you lead us out in uh, just a minute. And friends, we've got another great one uh, coming up next week um, that is near and dear to our hearts here at Stay Forth. Um, but I just wonder, Jonathan, if you would leave us with a couple of thoughts uh, as right here, nearing the sort of final stretch of the summer, uh, what else should we be thinking about as it comes to our own effectiveness? You say now's the perfect time to zoom out, look back and look ahead. What are the things that you are doing well? What are the things that you should be doing well where you need to place some extra emphasis? And what are some things that kind of need to be shifted off into box two for now? Right. We want to focus on doing the right things. Well, not all of the things just okay. That's not sustainable. And if you really lean into pursuing what those right things are and leaning into your own effectiveness as a human being and a leader, it's when you, you create change, effective leaders affect those around them. They create change and you become healthier. You move more rhythmically and you have more impact on those around you and on yourself. So spend some time with that. You're not going to find the answers today. You're probably not going to find the answers even next week. But if you hold yourself accountable, invite someone into this with you and just commit to the process, you can reach that next level of impact. Friends, that is a perfect place to end us. Your leadership matters. The moment that we think that our influence and our impact on other people doesn't matter is the moment we get lazy is the moment that we don't bring our best. We don't steward this one life that we've been given. And that's our aim here, is we want you to steward the impact, the influence you have in your family, in your team, in your work, in your group of friends around you, friends, your life and leadership matter. We'll catch you on the next episode.